And just like that, RJ, we are back for another Emerald City Hockey playoff postgame live celebrating a Kraken win. Kraken one win away from winning their first ever playoff series, RJ. Oh, man, that was a heck of a final couple minutes to live through. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely sweating it out there uh, at the end with those final few minutes. But the Kraken hang on. And you know what? The way they played all night, I actually kind of had this level of confidence about it. There's always the playoff nerves, but you just got the sense that they were in control. And ultimately, they're going to have a chance to eliminate Colorado at home on Friday I cannot wait to be in the building for that, Dylan. I know. That's going to be insane uh, for everybody who's going to get to go to that game. I mean, just congrats. I hope you all enjoy it so much. Um, yeah, this game was a really, this one, this one was a tough game because I felt like, you know, Avalanche going to be highly motivated to come into this game, try to win. Not only did you lose the last one in overtime, obviously the whole situation with Kale McCarr. I mean, this was this was going to be a tough one. And you look at it in the avalanche, they really matched the Seattle physicality in this one. They were really up there. Um, expected goals through the first, you know, 50 minutes of this game, heavily in the avalanche's favor. But you know what? Kraken really turned it on towards the end there, made it almost even um, as the Kraken desperately searching for that fourth insurance goal that they weren't ever quite able to get, but they didn't end up needing it, RJ. But yeah, the bottom line is Kraken Nation is all pumped up. We saw that multiple times on that ESPN broadcast where they were showing Queen Anne Beer Hall, the sponsor of this postgame live. So I just want to give them a shout out. Congrats to everybody. For there. sure. And I was there. I mean, I, I ran back here, obviously, in time to do postgame. Uh, but I, I was there for the start of the game. We did some cool trivia in the first intermission. Just a great atmosphere, as always. I love how much they're showing them on the broadcast. Even the ESPN broadcast got in on it. I mean, hey, they know what's up. We know what's up. Queen Anne Beer Hall is pretty great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so definitely we got some super chats to get to here. I'm going to go ahead and start with Braun, the Wenberg of all Wenberg's biggest W yet, though. I mean, Alexander Wenberg did play a fantastic game in this one. You saw all the stick taps from Grubauer on him for all the work he was doing defensively there. I mean, 20 minutes tonight to lead all, uh, well, almost lead all Kraken forwards. Uh, Yanni Gord did beat him out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, Wenberg's playing a great series. This, this whole team, though, is the thing, right? Like every Everybody is stepping up and playing. You saw, uh, at least on the ESPN broadcast, they had the stat. Uh, I believe it was 15 goals for the Kraken from 13 different skaters this, this playoff series, which leads the NHL for the playoffs right now for any team. Bottom line is the Kraken. We knew they were a team that got by on their depth, and they're getting by on their depth now. For sure. And I think Braun might also be referencing at the very end there where Wenberg did not shoot on the empty net yes, instead elected to pass down below the goal line. So glad they hung on just because he never would have lived that down. He would have never lived that down. I mean, it was the right call. Like, I get it. You didn't it have a clear there, thing. You don't want to send them with transition. You know what I mean? Right. You, you give it to them as they're facing the other direction. Like, I, I, I get it. But uh, yeah, it was it was a lot. Um, Oh man, lots of super chats coming in here. Light, the Avs are about to play their first elimination game since the 2021 playoffs. The Lightning couldn't do it, or the Oilers, or the Blues. We did let that sink in. It's a good thing to let sink in. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, just just think about what they did. I mean, the Avs never trailed in a series, and the Kraken have, have had them trail twice in this one. I just so impressive of an effort. I I haven't really let it fully sink in, honestly. I mean, it's it's nuts, and you can tell by just looking at the Colorado Avalanche, right? Like, they are so 
frustrated. Uh, and I don't just mean Nathan McKinnon, who anytime he's not winning by like five looks frustrated. No, all of them look frustrated. You can tell that they're just, they're sitting there and they're just like, what else can we do? You know what I mean? I mean, they did generate a ton of great chances on Grubauer through the, you know, at the end of the second period there, they got some power plays in this one. They, they out hit the Kraken. They, they won the faceoff battle 60, 40, right? They, they yeah. brought down how many penalties they were taking. Right? technically the avalanche did everything that they needed to do to reverse the result from last game. And it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Cause the Kraken played their game and we know when they're focused and they play the way that they can, they can beat anybody. It's just, it, it doesn't happen. It didn't happen all 82 games. You know, it doesn't happen all the time. We saw that in, in game three, but um, when they're focused like this, yeah, they can beat any, any opponent. There's not a whole lot anyone can do about it. No, there isn't. I love that. Also love getting all these super chats. Thank you, everybody. James, let's go win this thing on home ice. That would be incredible. You know, we all know the Kraken struggles at Climate Pledge Arena, but won the last playoff game there in overtime, no less, right? They they got that overtime magic going. I can't wait for them to come back with this chance to clinch RJ because I mean, this team wants it. They want it bad. This is a Colorado team that is heavily frustrated. And the bottom line is, I just think there's just no way that the the Avalanche are capable of matching the scoring depth of the Kraken. We saw it tonight. I mean, they they just couldn't finish. Like, you know, three of these four lines for the Avalanche just don't seem capable of finishing at the moment. No, they, they don't. I mean, really, they are relying on their stars extra in this one. And you see the difference in depth this year versus last. They don't have a Nazem Kadri. They don't have, uh, well, Nachushkin, I mean, you know, for the rest, you know, potentially the rest of this series, they don't have him now. They don't have an Andre Burakovsky, and it makes a big difference. Yeah, it does. Greg with Super Chat here. Don't know what to say, really. Just so happy. I feel you. Uh, told buddies at 639, what if Ty scores the game-winning goal in his debut? Uh, Schwartz, Wenny, best games as Kraken. I mean, uh, RJ, do you want to start with with that whole story with Ty and everything? Like, it's it's incredible. Yeah, you just you don't see this very often. I mean, Ty Karche, by the way, not even drafted in junior. Undrafted in junior undrafted in the NHL signs with the crack. And I remember when they announced this thing too, it was March 1st. It was Ron Francis's birthday and he was doing a little surprise media availability with us. And he just started off saying, Oh yeah, by the way, we've, we've signed, you know, Ty Karche out of juniors out of Sioux and he'll, you know, he'll join us in the NHL and, and, you know, just kind of a little footnote type of thing. But I remember that day and, you know, we were all, I think a few people tweeted Ty T Y we hadn't really heard of him, you know? And then he worked his butt off in in Coachella Valley this year named AHL rookie of the year had a breakout season there and with Jared McCann going out he earned this call up for this game and not just being placed on the fourth line he got put on the first line and taking semi-regular shifts with them I mean he did not have the least ice time of the Kraken forwards tonight and he fit in really well he's got a shot he's a power forward he kind of plays a little bit different game than Jared McCann but I thought it was refreshing on that line and mm-hmm. his parents in the building how awesome was that seeing them celebrate yeah. too? Just uh, what a story uh, to, to see. And I just feel so good for Ty. I know he's he's having probably the best night of his life right now. Oh, absolutely. I loved all the shots with the parents just because of all the Avalanche fans around them. It looks like even when they jump up celebrating his goal, that one of them says, oh, sit down, which I just think is hysterical <laughs> uh, to, to see just that idea. Um, I just thought that that was so funny. But yeah, I thought he had a fantastic game, really impressed me with his with his kind of positional awareness. 
Um, I know he didn't score on, on one, but or, or with the goal that he did score, right, to, to set up where he did to receive that pass there. If you watch Maddie, Maddie drifted, was originally kind of there, and then he just like kept drifting off somewhere to, to where he had no passing lane available to him. Ty made sure he stayed in that spot, made sure he kept that passing lane open from Everly so that he could score that goal. I really liked that play. Um, I also liked all the passes he was making to Maddie were like perfect. Those two guys seem totally in sync. And so look, Maddie is going to be around for a long time. Obviously he is the star piece of this team for the future. Whenever you see somebody who seems to have instant chemistry with him, that's something to pay attention to. You know what I mean? And so I'm really curious to see how that goes. And then, yeah, as you mentioned, he had more ice time than Daniel Sprung and um, Ryan Donato. And I know he was playing on the first line, but that is still significant given what we've seen from the other guys who have been called up to kind of fill in on this roster in these situations. So yeah, fantastic debut from him. Just absolutely incredible. Uh, CR bud cue the Rocky theme. Let's go. I love it. <laughs> Definitely. -na -na. Oh, I don't, I don't want to get copyright striked. Actually. Oh yeah. No, that's, shouldn't do that. Gotta be careful. Uh, Gregory, 11 live Gatorade time, baby. Ty Cartier with the clutch game winning goal. What a call up. I'll be in the arena on Friday on my birthday. Woo. Well, first off, happy early birthday, Gregory. That's a hell of a gift that you're getting to go see crack and have the opportunity to clinch there. And I've, of course, got the lemon lime Gatorade. Got a little excited earlier and started already. <laughs> yeah, no better way to spend your birthday than, than by going to a Kraken playoff game where they got the chance to take the series. Uh, love the timing there for you, Gregory. And thank you for the super chat. Definitely. Brian with the super chat. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Abs were outworked. The Ellie Gorg Bjorky line is the abs nightmare. They are RJ. Like every time you think that it can't just like get more so in favor of the crack whenever that line's out there, you have nights like tonight. Yeah. I mean, they, that line, they they just, you saw toward the end of the game too, that shift with about like four minutes to go before the Avs pulled their goalie. I mean, they were just hemming Colorado in their own zone. There was nothing they could do about it. They even turned over the puck, almost had a, had a chance for the Kraken to go up three there. Um, I mean, that line, this is what I had in mind, not to like get into the told you so's from the series preview, yeah. but I'm like, I want that line on the, on Colorado's best as often as possible. And right. I mean, that, that showed exactly why Yanni Gord, like finished with uh oh all right did they adjust his ice time figure here i just tweeted a, a different ice time figure I'm anyway seeing 22 14 on my end but let me refresh the page i did 23 okay 23 48 so i got that tweet wrong cool cool uh, all right all so here clip it anyway <laughs> either way whichever number it is that's the yeah. most ice time of any non-overtime playoff game in his career and he's played like 75 playoff games mm -hmm. yeah i mean that's no, impressive I mean, stuff they leaned on him heavily yeah, he's a big leader. We'll talk about, I see some uh, some love for Yanni in the next Super Chat. But to finish out the rest of this line, I thought Bjorkstrand played fantastic in this one. Got a couple breakaways, just looked really, really good. Kind of, you know, what we've seen from him all season. He's playing really well, puts himself at the right spot, but for whatever reason, just can't seem to finish, unfortunately, for, for him and, and the Kraken as a whole. Um, Ellie Tolvanen, though. Five mm -hmm. shots on goal, nine hits. What more could you ask for from a player than that, right? I mean, that's everything. He's literally out there doing everything. He threw in a block for good measure. Um, Tolvanen, I mean, just greatest waiver pickup of all time, any team. I'm just calling it. Yeah, it certainly seems that way. And I mean, 
he was he was mixing it up physically too in the corners and everything. Yeah, he did take that slashing penalty that honestly I thought was a little soft. Um, but you know, he wasn't afraid to to go at it with the Avs players and he was bugging them. He was bothering them all night. Oh yeah. I mean nine hits and five shots on goal. Like he couldn't be resting at any time. Like talk about no. hard work. Um Jules super chat here. I need some love for Yanni and Tanev. Those two are out there getting hits, stealing the puck, and playing good defense. Let's go, guys. Let's do this. Yeah, so I mean Yanni Gord, the other thing I want to mention with with Yanni Gord, three takeaways. So mm-hmm. talking about the defense there with Yanni Gord and 53% on the faceoff dot on a night that the Kraken, you know, didn't do great as a whole as a unit. Uh, and, you know, I had highlighted just a couple days ago, he was the one kind of really struggling on faceoffs. But these last two games over 50%, he has really corrected that. And I mean, it's continuing to make a difference for this team. Yeah, the guys, especially on faceoffs, Gord and. I mean, all down the line, even the wingers getting into it, but they've identified a problem. They've worked on it and they've corrected it. That's been a theme all season. I'm I'm just really happy to see it in crunch time because the timeline isn't as much as it is during the regular season. You don't have that runway. Uh, and, and the coaching staff and the players have gotten together and corrected that quickly. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, DJ Singletone. I love Super Chats like this, RJ. Just one more. That's yep. that sounds so good. It really does. That sounds so so good. Uh, love it, Gary. Kraken have scored first in every playoff game. King Cartier. I'm so freaking pumped about our future. Let's go. I know we'll spend a lot of time on the deep dive talking about him. Maybe if there's you know what what the role might be for him next year, given what we've already seen from this one game, from uh, you know 8:41 of ice time. I think there's going to be a lot to talk about there. But it is one of those things with this team i mean you look at what coachella valley is doing right now uh, as they won their first uh their their first playoff game of their current series right now against colorado uh so congrats to them i believe the score was six to two um but coachella valley all year long they're doing fantastic if you look at the playoff leaders in in scoring at the ahl level it's it's cole lind and it's max mccormick i mean they're just producing guys down there and we know all about the coaching staff we've talked about them a lot this year but yeah it just it adds to that bright future for the kraken and it means that the kraken are going to have you know sustainable young pieces that they can start cycling through with this roster as turnover starts to become more of a thing for them yeah when you can find players like that that are maybe overlooked elsewhere uh it's a real competitive advantage we know ron francis and the scouting staff uh, can do that uh, look at just the players they got for free ty Karche was one of those yeah not didn't spend a draft pick just signed him as a free agent tolvin and off of waivers like the players the crack had got for free can make up some pretty good lines yeah it's it's really really impressive um schultz cv in seattle take down colorado's in colorado <laughs> So there we go. I mean, yeah, this it's the way it goes. This organization's got, you know, they got beef with the with all Seattle's of on a pretty good run against Colorado sports wise in general, I'd say. Yeah, uh, over the yeah. last year and a half or so. Yeah, I think so. Uh super chat there from Rianne. I mean, let us know if you want us to read a message there. I'll keep an eye out for one. Um Edward, is this real life? Is this just fantasy? Kraken got the avalanche on the brink of elimination. Okay, broke the rhyme scheme. Let's go, Kraken. <laughs> Love it anyway, Edward. Fantastic. It's all right, but by the way, come on. It's it's a tradition to to break the uh you know to break the Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. there with, with Kale McCarr. You just gotta boo Kale McCarr somewhere in the super chat. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Uh CR Bud took 87 games in 2023, and the Kraken appear to have solved the clearing problem, the kick clear. 
it's true. That's absolutely true. We talk true, about this, right? Yes. I mean, Wenberg did it. Bjorkstrand did it. I mean, that's just, it's their system. It's a way to go. I mean, Wenberg, with no stick, he had no other option. But, man, you know he's thinking that anyway. He's got real serious soccer chops, too. If you've seen him, like, in the on those videos of the soccer game beforehand. He, heck, he tried to head a, do a header for a goal earlier this season. Like, he, he lives <laughs> and breathes soccer. And then Oliver Bjorkstrand, of course, not to be outdone. And I love the Bjorkstrand one, maybe even more, because his stick was kind of caught. An Avs player, I think, was hanging on to it. And he's just like, all right you know, screw this. I'm going to just drop the stick and kick it out of here. I'm not going to wait around to try and grab my stick out of there. Right. Just great decision-making and, and being resourceful. Right. And he did it with the energy of a toddler. That's like kind of not getting their way. He like drops the <laughs> stick and his shoulders drop a little and he just looks down and he just kicks it. And then he hops off for the line change. And it's, it was just, it was fantastic. Like all I could think of is like, that's exactly what happens when like a toddler's just like, darn <laughs> they just <laughs> kick a rock i was like it, but it worked it was fantastic i mean the kraken at the end of this game rj were incredible the defense that they had i know that there was the one goal there um for for the avalanche you look that, at that goal that's like, off a weird double deflection two, that's going eight feet yeah. wide yeah I, I don't even put that it's, on them it's not anything but even before that just the fact that they were pressuring colorado i know they weren't able to get that insurance goal but it was just all pressure on Colorado there and then their fantastic job for the last couple of minutes to just, you know, I, I'm not even just going to say to just survive because really they handled it. I mean, they weren't letting Colorado get out of their own zone, get through the neutral zone, get shots on goal, like just none of it. I mean, this this Kraken team was not going to lose that game. And I love when they play that way. Uh, another super chat here from JMG. This is not good for my heart. <laughs> The big exhale. I know what you mean. And that's the that's the that's the the joy and the downside of playoff hockey is how stressed out you could be. My shirt's pretty wrinkled because I was just all like this, all tense through the end there. No matter how good the cracker played, I was still all super tense. Um, but it's also it's also good, you know. It reminds you you're alive and that this is why we do this. This is why we follow it, because it's fun and it gives us this wide range of emotion. <laughs> yeah you, you feel in the moment it's great you enjoy the hugs afterwards and I, it was funny i was recording uh you know podcast with mitch levy with darren and he was he turned to me i think before we started recording and he's like you know after everly scored that goal last game like i, I should have given you a hug like we should have hugged in that moment <laughs> he's like you i was sure but i like wasn't sure and i just you thought that was great you absolutely should have, for sure. Um, James, has Alexiak gotten his due praise? Insane series. Yeah, I don't think we've talked about him. I mean, he's he's been fantastic. I, I guess we talked about him a little bit last time, but you look at him in this one, four hits, five blocks, and that's not new. Like, he is blocking shots like crazy this series. He was my X-Factor pick for the Kraken going into this series, and I said he was going to need to play a little bit more physical. He was going to need to use his stick. He was going to need to be disruptive. I didn't say shot blocking, but shot blocking sure as heck is disruptive, and he has been doing a ton of it this series, but he's also been really, really steady and solid. His positioning has been excellent when he decides to to go down um, below the goal line or go behind the net to try to make a play. It's always with intent and purpose, and it's a good read. It's a good decision. I haven't really seen him, you know, really get burned by anything he's done this entire series. And yeah, I mean, he's just, he's playing fantastic. I know it's not like, you know, the sexiest player. He's not getting a bunch of points and all that kind of stuff. 
right? But he is he is totally helping the Kraken out here, especially with the fact that you know his ice time has been clicking up more and more, especially with the shorthanded time on ice. I mean, almost twenty four minutes tonight. It's a lot for yeah. Him. And de- defending a lead, you, you noticed his ice time got a, a serious uptick. Vince Dunn's went down a little bit a- as you want kind of more of a defensive configuration there, and he's able to step into it. And you just you look at the kind of player he is, and you think that guy should be built for the playoffs. And we're seeing that in this series. Yeah, we are. Again, it's it's maybe not the most traditional way for somebody with that size, but the bottom <laughs> line is he's making a big difference, and that's all that matters. He's helping the Kraken win games. Um, Sergeant Pickles, dud, sad face breakaways. Oh, RJ, like it just it never it never ends. It never ends. <laughs> What can you do? Oh, I, still win games, and the Kraken are. Um, Big Rick bounces my mental stability. Studs, geeky, hashtag dad energy. Carti Epic first game, whole team sacrificing to block shots. Okay, lots of stuff to get in here. I can't believe it's taken us over 20 minutes to get to geeky with the dad energy, with the that great goal from Morgan Geeky, but congrats to him. And, I mean, he's just playing so fantastically this series uh we talk about um Cartier going up to the first line there instead of maybe Ryan Donato we all thought Ryan Donato played pretty well filling in on the first line last game but I thought when when I saw that uh Cartier was going up there it's because they want to keep Geeky on that second line they don't want to have to pull Geeky off that second line and go down the center the fourth line because Donato has moved up to the first line that's what I thought it was and you know what It's, it's smart move Yep, that's exactly the reason I think Dave Haxtell didn't want to mess with those other lines, left them intact because he knew those were going to work. Um, and and that's kind of the most seamless way to to fill in there. And Karche's game just works on that line as well. Um, and I mean, just real smart move by Haxtell. He's, he's pressing all the right buttons lineup wise. Yeah, and that's what you got to do as a coach through a playoff series where you're the underdog, right? And mm. And he's doing it. I love it. And then talking about the shot blocks, whole team. More players blocked a shot tonight than didn't block a shot for the Seattle Kraken. And there were some big time blocks in this one. There were some guys who it really stung them to do it. But you know what? They made the play anyway. Love seeing that from Matty Beniers. Love seeing that from Jaden Schwartz. I did get worried about Jaden Schwartz. He was clearly in a lot of pain. And given his history with with things, I was a little like, but it seemed like he was all right there at the end. Yeah, and, and of course, the big one by Matty Beniers uh, to end the first period also, just throwing his body in front of that. Everyone was eager to block shots, and, and they talked about it before the series. Like It shows commitment to the team. Uh, it shows that you are a part of everything, and I think they're, they're you know, not just willing, but eager to get in the way and help. Oh, for sure. Kaylin Cartier's name should be Karma. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> did it, did, it was a nice karma play for the Kraken uh, on this one. That is for, that is for sure. Um, I like that. Uh, Ethan's Tech World. Let's go Kraken, baby. Woo! One more. I, I mean, I'm just going to keep reading that. One more. I just absolutely love it. Um, Pete here. Uh, I'm so stoked. I'm not even going to give RJ a hard time for not wearing his lucky suit. Okay, well, I can't. I can't wear it today. It's <laughs> just at home. I guess maybe I could have, but it was fine. It was fine. I got the shirt. I wore it for game one. So I mean, it maybe still had some game one good energy. And believe me, I will wear the lucky suit uh, on uh, on Friday for game six for sure, down to the detail. All right. I mean, you didn't want to wear the um, the the lucky suit to Queen Anne Beer Hall. <laughs> I would have felt a little bit out of place. Honestly, I don't think there's you anybody didn't else. Be- you didn't want to be that guy <laughs> at the beer hall. Showed up to the party in a suit. A suit. 
I love it. Uh, Schultz, did McKinnon get an assist on Cartier goal? Oh, I love it. He should have. Yeah, I, he helped out, you know, as much as someone getting an assist there, staying and complaining about the, the non-call and the penalty, getting there late for the change. And you see every little fraction of a second made a difference on that. Comfort yes. comes onto the ice for him. I, I get quarter of a second if he gets there that yep. much sooner. He's able to yep. prevent the shot and the goal. Um, so it, it all matters. And, and McKinnon played his role there. Yeah. And you know what? It was it was like it it wasn't a penalty either. Like, I think that that's worth talking about there too. Like it was just their skates touched. Like that happens. It's incidental. You know yeah, what I mean? That, They're facing away from does not get called way more often than it does. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he goes down. He probably doesn't know exactly why he doesn't have the benefit of the replay we did, but still, yeah. um, you gotta just, you gotta move on. You gotta play on. Yeah. That's the way it yeah. goes. Uh, Becca could not have dared to hope for this last year. We're here fam. No, definitely could not have hoped for this last year coming off that season but but you're right we are here and and we are making this statement the nhl world is having to take notice and even if the avs fans just think this is some you know nhl conspiracy to get us to win a playoff series the rest of the league is just watching and going wow the seattle Kraken team is actually pretty good yep and that's that's the big takeaway and you're getting respect league-wide the the fans are getting respect league-wide too they were showing all the people at the beer hall uh out at, at on the espn broadcast like people are seeing that they're seeing people get excited here uh in seattle you know not just at the home games but packing a place like that for away games yeah that is awesome ty imagine being mad about tripping yourself slamming your stick and then watching the other team take it down and score are you not entertained <laughs> I just want to like put that on on like a, a piece of paper, print that out, put it on a piece of paper, send it off to the Colorado locker room, see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, of all of all their players, Nathan McKinnon might you know get the most upset about that. I mean, he he takes that the hardest, I would think. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be around for that uh, film room. Uh, crack it hey, up, Dylan, 15. real quick. Yeah, two forty two. That's a new record, passing the two forty in chat here uh, that we had for uh, for game one. So thank you, everybody awesome it just keeps reaching new heights thank you every single one of you who's in here yep yep thanks to all of you and again so much of this is because of the uh the word of mouth from everybody as well so really really appreciate that um npc chris cracking at 15 goals this series from 13 different skaters we're just built different uh and it's true we are and this is this is what it's all about it is the depth it is the fact that all four lines can score for the Seattle Kraken. It creates matchup problems. The way Dave Haxtall rolls it gives the equal ice time. I mean, all that stuff that we you know, talked about pre-series, RJ, about what was going to potentially be the reason for the Kraken to have success. I mean, it's going even better than I could have dreamed, really. Yeah, and it's so rare that teams are built like this. The salary cap structure, I've talked about this in the past, incentivizes against it. At a certain point, you're going to have to pay your stars. The Kraken are in this rare window where they can have a team built like this. And I mean, you saw it with Vegas in their first season. I mean, different teams, but they were kind of built off depth too. No real star players. And I just think a lot of teams just aren't prepared to handle it. No, they just they just aren't. Um, and it's it's been great to see. Uh Zame McKinnon, 13.8 shots per 60. Last two games, 4.7 shots per 60. Four shots in the last 50 41 of ice time. Hackstall adjustments have been amazing, stopping him in transition. I mean, that's incredible to bring a guy down from 13.8 shots per 60 down to 4.7. 
Again, I mean, we talk about guys being frustrated on this abs team. He was clearly frustrated tonight. There's no question. But I mean, that he was the reason why I said I was afraid of Colorado, right? It was him. It was McCarr. It was Rantanen. I thought, look, these guys, they're star players. And to be honest, I mean, at times, really the only times the avalanche have looked scary, it's really been on the back of Nathan McKinnon. But these last two games, Kraken getting wins, and they're really just keeping him out of it. Right. They identified him for, I think, the same reasons you did is, is that's kind of as McKinnon goes, the abs are going to go. And even when you do all you can to try and stop him, you're not going to be able to do it all the time. But they've done a fantastic job. Um, and, and you know that Haxall is focused in on that, too. He doesn't like to talk about the other team. He doesn't like to talk about their players. Um, but you can see in the adjustments that he's making uh, how they've kind of targeted McKinnon, especially in transition, slowing him down, keeping yeah. him to the outside. They've made it really rough on him. Yeah, and you know, if you watched in this one too, especially in the first period, the Avalanche were trying to get McKinnon into different spots. Like they were doing on face-off plays in the offensive zone with Nathan McKinnon. They were cycling him up to the point, and then he was going off and playing on the point. They were having Taves step down into the winger spot. Like they're trying to get him open. They're trying to give him time and space because the Kraken are doing such a good job taking it away. It's incredible. Another thing that's incredible, we're almost half an hour in. I'm still only reading Super Chats. Thank you all wow. so, so much for this. <laughs> this is absolutely incredible. Uh, Steve Dog, with that 240, make sure to like the stream. Super <laughs> Chat, just tell everybody to like the stream. Steve Dog, that is fantastic. Thank you so much. You guys are the best. <laughs> Absolutely. This is incredible. James, Avs fans blaming the refs instead of acknowledging the Kraken's talent is, is truly fun to watch. Our depth is primed to take out a team like theirs. Yeah, I mean, I really think that Colorado fans, you know, bottom line is they lost a lot of talent over this last offseason. Right. They knew that last year was their year to load up and go out there. And, you know, they blew through the playoffs. Congrats to them. They earned that completely. But the bottom line is a lot of talented players walked out of that locker room. And I don't know that the fans really thought about what that would mean for a playoff series against a deep team like the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, it makes a big difference. And uh, the Avs just really... In a lot of ways, they're not the same team as last year. They've got the same horses up top who can carry them, but um, the depth just isn't what it was. And it it does take some adjusting there, especially, I get it, with the Kraken, they're a new team. You know, they, yeah. they finished third to last in the league last season. You know, you're not used to that team kind of looking convincingly better than yours. Um, but that's kind of where we're at right now. It's totally where we're at. It's fantastic. Uh, some chat here from Josh. I don't see any... Um, message there I'll, I'll keep an eye out for one though uh keegan voice is still hoarse from game four need to get ready for cpa on friday let's go oh my gosh that building is going to be so loud rj right because i mean we're still seeing it just like incrementally get loud like what is the max what's the limit like are they going to get like a decibel reader in there like i want to know they need to I, I can can i just like buy a cheap one on amazon or something and just Probably. have it here in time i don't know i need to bring a decibel reader or find somewhere to get one i don't know if any of you are that are around here that have a decibel reader that would let me borrow it for the game uh <laughs> just let me know in chat here reach out uh you know how to you know how to contact us um because that would be pretty cool but uh, yeah it, every single game it's gone up i think back to like you know the clinch gauge every game they reach a new level. So I, I don't know how high it can go. I'm looking forward to finding out on Friday because as loud as it was on, on uh, Monday, I, I just, I feel like that's, it's going to surpass it. That's just the way it's been going. Yeah. I mean, there's just no way it would be fascinating too. If we could get like one down to Piper 
at like ice level mm. too to like get it down there. All right, if any of you that... have two decibel meters <laughs> lying around that I could borrow, <laughs> let me know, please. Just try to really make this happen. But uh, yeah, I mean, I got to think the the. Oh, the people are saying there's good apps out them. there. All right, well, I, I will. I'll uh, grab one on my phone then. All right, sounds good. Uh, Light, I know a lot of the Seattle can't skate with Colorado folks will be mad and upset, and to that I say, good. <laughs> Love it. Like that's true. That was that was a big part of um why a lot of people thought that Colorado was gonna kind of run away with this series. But then you watch a game like tonight where the Kraken have like a thousand breakaway opportunities. Uh and and it's just it's not really the case. Yes, Nathan McKinnon is special. There's just like nobody in the NHL that can keep up with him. But the Avs aren't just Nathan McKinnon. You know what I mean? I know the score sheet sometimes says otherwise, but the bottom line is the whole team isn't like, isn't built like him. Um, and yeah, it just hasn't turned into a factor in this series really at all. Part of that is because of the coaching adjustments and the, the style that they've been playing, especially through the neutral zone, like on a night like tonight where the avalanche just have such a hard time getting through the neutral zone with any speed. Um, and the Kraken have done a fantastic job there, but you know, the Kraken, they got some sneaky, good skaters their own. I was going to say Seattle's a fast team too. And that was something that I think a lot of people and outlets kind of covered in the preview of this series. They said, yeah, Colorado's faster, but Seattle's not a slow team. They've got the legs to keep up with you. And especially in the 35 minutes or so, uh, Nathan McKinnon is not on the ice. That That's definitely even more doable. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Lonnie, like the stream, tell your friends, wear your pins. Love it, Lonnie. Yes. Thank you. Oh, for sure. Doofin here. I mean, again, these are all just super chats. I absolutely love it. Thank you all so much. Uh, shout out to the Firebirds for sending us some amazing players and also for winning their playoff game tonight. We talked about it earlier, RJ. I mean, the, this Coachella Valley Firebirds team is built different. They are something else. Uh, for them to do this in their inaugural season is fantastic. I don't want to spend too much time on them because this is for the you know post game for the Kraken game. But again, we saw the impact that they've been able to make. And this shows you what the organization wants to spend resources on making sure that they have a solid developmental pipeline does for you. It does mean that when something happens, you can call somebody up who can come in and make a difference for you, who can, who can slot in for that player and go out there and score a fantastic goal. Yeah, Karche fitting in as well as he did tonight. That reflects really well on Dan Bilesma and being able yes. to get players, even a young player where it's his first season in the AHL, get someone like that prepared for NHL playoff hockey. I mean, that mm -hmm. that reflects really, really well on a coach. Oh, it, it really does. I mean, they've done a fantastic job um, all the way through. I mean, we're going to see it with the prospects that they've been drafting these last couple of years as well as they slowly start waking, making their way through the system. And then we still got, you know, guys like Shane Wright and all that kind of stuff. Right. Evans at some point, like it's it's incredible what the Kraken have coming. Uh, it's it's going to be fantastic. All right. So made it to the end of the Super Chats. Thank you to everybody who gave a Super Chat. That was in absolutely incredible run that we did there. Really. <laughs> Really, really appreciate it oh my gosh that was so 35 amazing. minutes dylan i know thank all of you so so much so now it's time to try figure out Wait, how it's to not over yet oh it's, it's not? not over yet one more from tammy you, you <laughs> didn't get that one yet did we no did not did not all right uh, here from tammy another super chat keep the run going other than one mental boo-boo great job grew dog treats is Afra oh. there, Dylan? Afra is there. She's here for everything. Whether we're recording Red Glare Deep Dive post game live, she is always on her bed under my desk here. She's coming up. She heard. She heard. Oh, she knows. Yep. She knows. She knows. <laughs> she knows what time it is. 
Um, but yeah, let's talk about Grubauer. Why don't, you, why don't you go ahead and start while I get this going for her? Yeah, I mean, this was one of the quiet or impressive games for Grubauer. I mean, uh, the Kraken did such a good job defensively. He didn't have a whole lot of kind of 10 bell saves, but he was just solid as he always is. And you look at the two goals against him. I mean, yeah, the first one's kind of his fault, but it's not even like him missing on, on a normal shot that was taken. Like that's, you know, off a turnover during the normal run of play. Like that's not one against him. And then, I mean, that second goal, what, you're just going to hang on to it after? He's just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then the second one, I mean, we already talked like that is one of the weirder goals you're going to see that pucks going eight feet wide and it goes off Alexiak's chest. Um, so you, you can't really fault him on that at all. Still saved more than half a goal above expected. Um, and again, when he can just deliver really solid goaltending, just good goaltending, the Kraken yeah. usually take care of their end of the bargain. They do. And I mean, it's just so fantastic. I, I need a better word than fantastic. I just use that on all of these. Um, but the bottom line is for him to come in there for us to see just, you know, game after game of the save percentage numbers of the goal saved above expected numbers, just all of it, just watching him be a wall out there. And I know that mm -hmm. a lot of this is also because the, the Kraken have done a fantastic job of, well, there, I used it again. Um, they've done a <laughs> great job of game planning around him. You saw him with the stick taps in this one. We talked about the the block shots earlier but they've done a, a great job of letting him see the puck like they are doing such a great job of funneling shots into his sight lines he's doing a good job of tracking the puck like these are all big 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 things especially come playoff time to help put your goaltender in a spot to succeed and, and to keep your team in it and do what he needs to do and philip grubauer is completely doing it and i i love it so much rj i'm so happy for him too so happy for him after the you know, otherwise kind of rough, you know, yeah. year and a half before all this. Yeah, uh, he, he needed that that kind of bounce back that he's getting right now. Also, Casey's suggesting that you try out spectacular. I can try out spectacular. We can do that right Afra. She says the treat is spectacular. Um, right. <laughs> another super chat here from James. I feel like a lot of the lack of scoring on our first line is due to their attention to Av's first line, which is basically all who can score for them right now. Rest of team is tasked with the scoring. Love it. I mean, that is part of it. Uh, is the first line at various points throughout this one, including at times in this game, Colorado, they're sending out McKinnon against that Matty B line. And, you know, if that's the trade-off, I mean, it's it's a better trade-off for the Kraken, as James said. Like, the Kraken have the depth to pick up that slack somewhere else in a way Colorado just doesn't. And the first line, Ebbs is a smart player. Matty's obviously a great two-way player already this early in his career. They're capable of holding their own. And they know that if you can just get done with that shift and nobody has scored, you win. That's a win for you uh, against the McKinnon line. And yeah, I mean, that that line's been really solid. And I, I do think back also to um, there, Dave Haxtell got a question last time they were at home about, you know, your your first line, you know, really stepped it up last game or, you know, they, what do you want to see from them? He's like, well, who's our who's our first line? And he's like, uh, <laughs> that would be my first question back to you is who's our first line? And right. like, uh, the, the Maddie line. Oh, OK, I'll talk about the Maddie line. Yeah, no, it, it's 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 spectacular. Um, <laughs> Justy here. So this is for that super chat earlier. Uh, when Nate Mac threw a fit about the non call, I had to turn to my youth hockey player and say, see that? Don't do that. That's totally true. That would definitely go into some sort of like highlight reel. I would show a youth team 
uh, now that I'm a little bit more savvy with video editing, RJ, from back when we used to coach. Uh, and I would I would have that play in there as one of those examples of what not to do. Yeah, it's a teaching moment for the kids out there. And I, I love when broadcasters bring that up. I don't think they they did like, you know, for that. But I remember growing up, Drew Amanda would always like say when there was a play like that, he's like, all right, all you kids out there watching the broadcast, like that's what you don't do. You make sure you just get right in the play. You can complain later. Um, yep. But yeah, good, good teaching moment for the kids. Yeah, absolutely. Spectacular uh, teaching moment. I'm just going to do that now. Forever. You're going to wear that out real fast. Get ready with another word, Casey. I was going to say, get ready, yeah. Um, also, though, I've, I've been notified, not only is it going to be Gregory's birthday on Friday, but also Gary and Michael's. That's a lot wow. of birthdays. If that isn't fate lining up for something, I don't know. You got to get some, I got to find some balloons or some a cake, something at Climate Pledge uh, to bring on the post game for everybody's birthday. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Oh man, it's it's good. Uh, happy early birthdays to everybody there, and anybody else who uh, who's also got a birthday on Friday. Um, all right. So now I got to figure out how to tackle this chat, RJ. Uh, it, there's okay. just a ton. There's just a ton. Um, I'll start with Joshua here, man. That last four and a half minutes was nuts. Let's go, Kraken. It was. I, I would argue that's the the most tense I've ever been as a Kraken fan. Yeah. I mean, I I think. That was the, that for, for some reason. I mean, it was between that and overtime of the last game. Um, I was I was pretty tense, you know, for, for the end of regulation overtime. But man, that was right up there with it. And and when it's yeah. up there with overtime, you, you know, uh, you're getting really tense there. Oh, for sure. Coop, why can't we also, ever just. Ed, oh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Edward, oh. Edward adding uh, amazing and sensational are good, too. As a Spider-Man fan, spectacular is a good choice. So we're expanding <laughs> our vocabulary, all of us here on ECH Post Game Live. Thank yeah. you, everybody. I just need to pull up thesaurus.com on my laptop here. Chat um, is our thesaurus, Dylan. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Got it. Yeah. Um, all right, Coop, why can't we ever just score empty netters? Why, RJ? Break it down. <laughs> because Tanev can't play the entire time. That's what it is. Yeah, that's really what it is. Uh, I'm shaking right now. Let's go. What a game from Michael and chance to clinch at home. Pete with the what is going on. Kraken are one game away from eliminating the Stanley Cup, the defending Stanley Cup champions. That's what's going on. Oh, it's so great. It's so great. Um, every guy on that team gave 100%. This team is insane from Nicole. I mean, it's true. Like it, this whole team is just amazing. It's It's great. They needed a, that effort, though, to a man. Like, to beat Colorado, that's what you need. With the, with the way the Kraken are built, they all brought it. Yep. Oh, I like this from Shoeshine. Shock the world, boys. Shock, shock the mother-flipping world. Let's bring this thing home on Friday. I like it. I like the energy for sure. Andy, I don't even know what to do with myself right now, and I got to be up at 5.30 a.m. for work. Tomorrow is going to be rough but worth it. It's absolutely going to be worth it, Andy. I know I don't have to get up at 5.30, so it's, you know, I, I'm saying that from a little bit of a better spot, but it's going to be worth it for sure. And thanks for joining us. Um, go check yourself. ESPN pundits losing their marbles after this one. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, all over the place. And how great is it, RJ? We're not on the same day as the Leafs, right? So tomorrow, when all the national NHL stuff talks about us, they don't have to start with the fact that the Leafs are actually looking good in the playoffs this time around uh they can actually just talk about the fact that the seattle kraken are legit and real 
Yeah, the Kraken are going to be the national hockey conversation tomorrow. Uh, you look at the only other game that happened tonight. and I mean, it was it was a great game where Florida beat the Bruins. But they don't want to talk about Boston actually kind of being challenged in their first round series. No one wants to talk about that. Uh, the Kraken are going to be the topic of conversation. And I mean, let's let's all just enjoy it tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I'm, I can't wait to. That is for sure. Jules, I'm screaming, almost crying. My Lord, what has this team done to me? I've never been this energetic for a team before. I think there's a ton of people there with you, Jules. And it's just because there is so much positivity around this team. We, You and I have talked in the past, RJ, about the culture of the organization and all that kind of stuff. But the players, I mean, they're all lovable guys. There's just none of it is is bad. Like It's just all fun, enjoyable, rewarding being a Kraken fan. Yeah, they built the organization the right way. I mean, kind of from from the top down. And and that was the case last season, too. The only thing that was missing were, were wins. And the wins are finally here now. The good hockey is here now. Um, and just this is going to be so great. Like as far as the crack can go, however far that is, so many hockey fans, new hockey fans are going to be made during this time. And I'm so excited of what that means for us, for the community, for the whole city of Seattle. Like, and, and it's the kind of thing you won't even see the full effect of until maybe even you know, a couple of years down the line, um, you know, as everyone like gets really into it. But it, just the effects of this, this week or two that are happening right now are, are just they're going to extend out for years. Oh, it's it's so, so great. It is so great. I love all the is this real life stuff from people. There's one from Lindsay. I, it, there's nothing better than that. It's it's the perfect way to kind of sum this whole thing up. I'm shaking and sweating and my heart is like a thousand beats per minute from Nathan. Oh, I love that. Michael, again, pointing out lots of love from ESPN for Queen Anne Beer Hall tonight, too. I know I love when the sponsor gets some love. Um this is the closest I'll get to seeing a Firebird game from Declan Saint. I love it. Uh, this is that's what it's like. I mean, they just go out there, they win, and and guys like Cartier score. That's 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 what the Firebirds do. Um, Striatic. It's like every playoff win is a new greatest game in Kraken history. Not totally wrong, <laughs> right? I know it does feel that way, right? Um, and it's it's rare that you get that you're ever at that point in in a franchise's life where, you know, every game is kind of the next most important one ever. I think we should mm -hmm. enjoy that for what it is, too, because, you know, we get to the start of next season that game one. That's not going to be the case. Like, you know, game yeah. two, three, all through 82. It's not going to be the case. Oh, for sure. Uh, there's certainly the, the biggest games, right? Like the next one, it's yeah. your chance to clinch. It's the biggest game in franchise history. No question. Like, like nothing yep. comes close. Uh, so that's, that's been a lot of fun too. You know what I mean? We've been around for all the firsts and here we go. We get to, we get another one. It's the first clinching game in, in Seattle Kraken playoff history. Like that's really cool. And it gets to be at home. That's even better. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the guys are thinking about it too. Everly said mm -hmm. as much after game four, like they're thinking about it, enjoying it just like we are. Oh, for sure. Kraken Hawk. We good, Seattle? That was the most intense final minute of hockey I've seen in a long time. My God, I I'm telling you. Uh, Gary, can we please score on a two-on-one or a breakaway? For the love of God. <laughs> I'll just group those two together there, everything that we're asking for all at once. Um, yeah, I. you know what, though? I'm going to give the, the Kraken huge credit because on all those odd man rushes, RJ, you know what we didn't see? We didn't see them force to one too many passes. They either just shot the puck or they did the appropriate amount of passing to have it happen. I'm good with that. I'm totally okay with that. I'm all on board with it. Way to go, guys. Way to go. I know it didn't work out, but please keep it going. 
It is a good start. I mean, yeah, not overthinking it is a good start. Eventually the goals will come when you do that. Um, you know, progress, right? You always just want to see progress. Absolutely. And, you know, I will give on, I'm trying to remember which one it was, like who the two Kraken players were, RJ, but the one that uh, Devon Taves came over and blocked and he somehow got across faster than the goaltender. You know the one I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. I, I know which player you're talking about, but I don't remember who that was. He was like a light, like a blur coming across and block a shot. I'm like, where did you come from? How did you do that? Oh, it was it was frustrating. But again, Kraken, they played it right. That's not always going to happen. I promise. Uh, Kraken Hawk, the body language of Colorado was not positive. They look frustrated, spent, and a little defeated. Seattle is going to win this series. I mean, we talked about it. This, is, this was the dream scenario. Get it to be a best of three series with two games on the road. <laughs> and, and so far, so good. But I would like to see them flip the narrative and, and win the next one at home. Yeah, no, that would be huge. And, and just to seal a, a playoff series victory at home in front of their home fans, uh, especially given some of the struggles at times at home this season, uh, that really would, like you said, flip the narrative and, and kind of erase that whole they can't get it done at home thing. Oh, for sure. And I do think that they're capable of getting it done at home. I mean, we act like they're like miserable at home. I mean, they were basically like 500 at home. Yeah, they're 500. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, go check yourself. Whole team knew what they had to do to win. Blocking passing zones, not allowing abs to get through center ice, blocking so many shots, goalie on fire besides the one pass to McKinnon. We are good. We are. And the team is playing fantastic. Again, more credit to the coaching staff. I don't know that that happens enough in general during playoff series, but especially for this one, Dave Haxtell and, and, and crew, they've really got them playing playing really, really well, uh, especially that PK unit too. want to give them another shout out. Another night where the Avs didn't get a power play goal. Yep. Shout out to Jay Leach, assistant coach, yep. runs the PK. Yep, for sure. Uh, Kieran Leafs fan here. Love watching this team play quickly becoming my favorite Western Conference team. See, there we go. We're winning. We're winning over the hearts and minds of the people, uh, Seattle Kraken, because it's it's such a great team to watch and have fun with. Um, Michael, maybe their best five game stretch all year long. I would agree with that. I absolutely would oh, agree with that. You know what? And you know what? This is the time to do it completely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is there is no better <laughs> is, time than the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah, good news. You even look at, at that road trip that they had where they, you know, won the eight in a row. You factor in opponent quality. I mean, they were getting games like Chicago in there. You got like Ottawa. Yeah. You know, th those teams aren't going to give you as much of a fight as Colorado has for, for five games in a row. Um, you factor in opponent quality. I think that's absolutely right. Yes, for sure. Um, and, and you know what? It's good to know that this team is a team that does elevate things for the postseason. That's, you know, that, that is a question that we had. I didn't, I wasn't going to put too much stock into it this year. Uh, that was going to be yeah. more of something for next year, but, but it's good to know that, you know, they can do it. They're already proving it. It's one less thing to worry about next year. Um, so I, I love that. that. That kind of thing sticks too. I mean, some teams just have it in their DNA and some don't. It's it's kind of hard to quantify, but like growing up a Sharks fan, I know some teams just don't have it in their DNA, you know, to, to rise to the occasion in the playoffs. I mean, you know, you look at, at the Leafs the last however many years, um, some teams, some iterations of teams just don't, but it seems like this Kraken group that they're just going to keep building on. It seems like they do. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's a big deal that guys like Maddie, you know what I mean? And your first postseason doesn't seem to have any issue or anything like that. Yeah.
Uh, super chat here from Nathan. Uh, just a reminder about my geeky stud pick. I mean, it's, it's pretty true. spot on so far. Keep taking that victory lap. I'll allow it because it's it's been dead on. I mean, Morgan Geeky has been... I don't know. It's hard. Like if you were to award like an MVP of the series to so far, RJ, I, it would be really hard to narrow it down to just one player, but Morgan geeky is absolutely in that conversation. Yeah. And certainly like with the talk unsung hero in this series, just what he's mm -hmm. been able to do. Cause one of the biggest question marks the Kraken had on their entire team going into the playoffs was, can they fill that spot on the second line where Andre Burakovsky yep. was a giant hole where Andre Burakovsky was supposed to be. And they had tried like five or six different players there and nobody was working all that well. And Morgan geeky stepped up and filled that spot and, and filled it really well. Yeah, he's he's been absolutely killing it up there. I mean, it's crazy to have him in like the MVP of the series conversation. He missed a game. <laughs> like, and you know yeah. what? That was probably the worst game that the Kraken had in this series. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. Um, Tom, Davy Jones had got to go to Cartier, right? Oh, that's a good question. How do you not? This is the this might be the most obvious Davy Jones had all season. We've seen it before, though, I feel like, though, right? Like, like there have been times where we're all, like, universally in agreement, and then somebody just comes out. Well, yeah, but, just, have, like, but has it been a story know, like this? No, no. First NHL game in the playoffs, get called up less than 24 hours, go out there, score yeah. a giant goal. That's, that's, that is a heck of a narrative to have to go up against if you're the person giving out the Davy Jones hat. Um and how great for him too, right? Davy Jones hat person gets to put the puck in the board, right? Oh yeah, that would be great. Yeah, no, he could do that as well. Yeah. Um, speaking of Morgan Geeky from earlier, the Kraken just posted this great small video clip here um, where he's like just munching away on some food during his presser or whatever. He's like, mm -hmm. and then he's I know you cannot. It's it's already in his mouth. You see it bulging oh, okay. out of his cheeks. You can't tell what it is. But um, and then he gets a question from from Kate Shefty, a friend of ECH. She's yep. like, can you confirm the existence of dad strength? Great question, <laughs> by the way, Kate. And he's like, um, uh, yeah, I get makes sense. <laughs> and then the clip just cuts off. It is. It's amazing. That is a fantastic clip for sure. <laughs> Oh, I love that guy. Uh, Gordy, the Avalanche mentally are already on a beach in Porto Vallarta. I <laughs> I don't know about that yet, but boy, are they close. They're one game away from it. That's for sure. Um, Tammy asking how much uh, ice time Nathan McKinnon had. Ty answering with the 27-01. 27-01 in a non-overtime game, RJ, for a forward. Like that yeah. is how like kind of desperate this Avalanche team is for offense. Okay, like just nobody else is really stepping up they're having to play him nearly half the game half and you notice that that early too after the second period i tweeted he's on like a 25 and a half minute pace that would definitely be his highest these playoffs and he ends up with over 27 minutes i mean you, you can't you can't load him up any more than that pretty much in a game and the, mm -hmm. the kraken withstood it pretty darn well yeah, they really did. Kepler, this win was all about effort. The forecheck and shot blocks were incredible. Um, they were. We talked about the shot blocks earlier, RJ. 
this four check though, the the system that the Kraken have been running, really outside of the two games that they lost, or really that one game that like Geeky missed that was their worst game. Um, the Kraken offensively, they've been able to do what they want to do. They've been able to cycle the puck. And it's been interesting because in a game like today, it felt like they're they were more so like, okay, let's try to get shots from the outside and from the point a little bit more. It feels like they're really kind of one step ahead of the avalanche of they seem to know right when the avalanche are gonna switch and adjust to try to take away things down low kind of like they did today and they were just ready to start taking shots from the point which you know leads to that like yanni gord goal right where he gets the tip off susie um I, I i mean again we've talked about the adjustments we talked about the coaching staff but it's just another example of all that work that they're putting in and then the team going out there and executing it because that is also part of the equation and that's the next level of playoff coaching too, when you can anticipate the adjustments the other team's going to make and adjust to them kind of before they're even able to do it. Yeah, you look at the the Gord goal in front. I mean, that's textbook, right? Cycling yeah. the puck down low in the offensive zone. Uh, Bjorkstrand gets that puck out clean. You work it out to the point and there's room there because they've all collapsed down low. Gord being an absolute menace net front. Tolvanen cutting to the net, making sure the other defenseman's occupied, can't do anything about Yanni. I that is just a textbook goal from that Yanni Gord line. Oh, it is. It is. It's it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, love from Gregory, the hashtag justice for McCann. Uh, I'd say this <laughs> is a pretty good, good way of doing that. And then Tammy, RJ, got to wear that suit down to the underwear on Friday. Oh, man. Um, do I remember what underwear I had? This I need to go I figure this out. I told you to out. mark it. I told you to mark the socks. I told you to mark everything. And I didn't think you know, about the underwear, Dylan. <laughs> Gosh, I'll find it. I'll find this it. It's in my hair somewhere. Uh, uh. Uh, Lindsay, Kraken undefeated with me watching from my couch. Only two losses were while I was in LA. Coincidence, coincidence or causation? Uh, clearly causation, Lindsay. Like, no question. Yeah. This is playoff LA hockey is we're talking vibes. about. Yeah. Sorry, uh. Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> You're not in LA, LA. I'm technically in LA County, though, but it's only because LA County's like, a billion miles Massive. wide yeah dude. yeah um rebecca oh man barely remember to join post game live because everyone i know is texting me about the crack and even though they don't watch hockey that's what you're talking about right that's what we've been talking about this is why it's so important for the Kraken to make the playoffs be successful. This is what that team, the team wanted because there is no faster way to get into like the hearts and minds of all of the more casual sports fans and bring them in. And then as we all know, cause we've all been this person at some point, right? Uh, you go and you watch your first hockey game or you watch your first playoff experience. And after that, you're hooked for life. That's just it. That's the way it goes. It's happened for all of us. It's the way it is. And so I'm so happy that the, the Kraken are able to do that for so many people now. Yeah. Uh, RJ might need some earplugs just in case for Friday's game from Ayers there. I know. How'd you do last time? You do okay up there? Doing okay. Yeah. I mean, I like, I, I have gotten used to it a little. I've been to my share of playoff hockey games, so I know a little bit what to expect, but um, yeah, I, I probably should. I'm sure I've I've incurred some long-term hearing damage throughout that cumulatively. Um, you know, my, my girlfriend works, you know, she learned all about hearing science and everything too. So she, you know, is on me sometimes to bring earplugs. I, I maybe should. I want to experience the whole thing though. Like it's, it's such a limited time, you know, in your life that you get to go to a game like that. You want the full mm -hmm. experience. I don't, I don't want it dull. 
I, I know what you mean. I, I go to metal shows. I know what it's. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there about. you go. You got to really pick and choose the battle there sometimes with the earplugs. Um, if I remember, Wenberg was talking about how much he likes soccer in his Uncharted episode from X Kid Z. There, um, yeah. I mean, I I totally believe it. He's fantastic with all that stuff. Becca pointing out all the undrafted Kraken, Brandon Tan of Yanni Gord, Martin Jones, and Ty Cartier. I, it's it's great. I mean, it's all about finding those hidden gems. Kraken are good for it. Yep, they know how to do it. And that's that's the mark of a successful organization, not just you know for one season, but just long term. When you can do that, that's how you keep refreshing the roster and doing well. Yeah, and how about this? Absurdly saying, Ty got first star. Well-deserved. As we talked about for Davy Jones, I mean, you got to give him first star. Media knew what was up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do you not? Yeah. Uh, Scott, still have labored breathing. Wenberg's game was top-notch. Gordo, Tolvanen, Alexiak, excellent game as well. Truly a team win. I think that's still the biggest takeaway from this. I mean, you you have the narrative of Ty and all that kind of stuff, but it, the bottom line is everything we've been talking about, I mean, we've mentioned everybody on the roster almost. You know what I mean? Just in bringing up the plays that they've made and the different ways they've contributed. Right. I mean, you, you have like an hour long post game and just I mean, everyone's got to bring everybody contributed. And so everyone in chat is kind of bringing up every player. We're basically running through the whole roster by the end of it. Um, like, again, if we were you know covering the Colorado Avalanche and we were an abs post game show, like there are, you know, maybe 10, 15 guys that we wouldn't even mention throughout the entire <laughs> hour post game. It's just it's very different. It's very different. Boy, would we be sad too. Um, Jessica, tonight, Wenny, I finally got you. I get him now. He was great tonight. Yes. Spread, <laughs> yes. The, spread the spread the Wenberg love. Um, I've loved all the all the things Wenberg's been able to do this season. Yeah, I know we joke about the passing too much and all that kind of stuff, but um he he really does contribute to this Kraken team in a very unique way, but a very important way as well. Uh, especially when you are playing a team that is so top loaded like this. This one where they're going to have a Nathan McKinnon out there for half the game. Uh, it's important that you have somebody like him to count on. The one thing, Wenberg tonight, faceoff dot. What was going on? 23%? That's pretty low for him. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's just a one game thing, though. Yeah, probably. Um, he he doesn't stay bad in the that bad in the face off top for very long. No, no, that is really odd to me. Uh, Sean, Coach Hackstall and GM Ron Francis making all the right moves. Ty Cartier call up was clutch goal perfect. I was impressed with Cartier's two way game and physical toughness. I mean, we could just talk about him forever. Um, but it's true. I mean, that was the right person to call up. They knew that they didn't want to put Froden back out there. We had talked about you know kind of his struggles um, with things from beforehand and and. You know, they didn't call up Max McCormick. We had kind of assumed that he was the next person in line, given the moves that they had made earlier mm -hmm. in this series. Uh, but they just knew. I, I mean, there's no way else to say it. They knew exactly the right thing to do and they made it happen. It's, it's so rare to see that. Yeah, to just see an organization that that yeah that knows the right player to call up, the right thing to yes. do. It just speaks to a healthy organization and, and just how bright the future is. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, Shay, the league has been warned. It's Cartier party time. <laughs> party <laughs> time. Excuse me. Um, uh, let's see. Morgan Geeky, more than just the goal. Incredible game. Always. I mean, Morgan Geeky brings so much to that second line. I, we've talked about it, you know, over and over, but uh, I will always bring it in. Um, let's see. Uh, Sergeant Pickles. 
I now have anxiety thinking I may have to endure a minimum of another four games. We'll won't get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, let's not, here, right? like, ourselves let's not get ahead. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But like, if that's like the biggest source of anxiety in our lives, we're probably all doing okay. Yeah, and I think honestly, I mean, if if you take the long view, I think moving on if they were to move on to the second round i think the pressure just goes even down from there because like even yes. more so it's all gravy you've accomplished everything you could have hoped to accomplish you know th at that point like it only maybe like halfway through a potential conference final would the stress start to ratchet back up like okay this is for real this is your shot like you'd pretty much just enjoy the whole second round i think yeah oh i think so for sure uh my mom was all about hashtag house money like that's yeah, the that's a good one for this whole run right now is is house money and I got to agree. Um you sure can see why Yanni and Schwartz were brought in from the beginning uh with playoffs in mind. I really get it now from Daryl. I mean it's true. I mean Yanni Gord incredible playoff performer. Just bar none bottom line that's just the way it is. Uh he is a player that is just mentally built for the playoffs where he just finds a way to succeed. He does all the little things. Uh, love it. Jaden Schwartz, another guy been there, done that. You're seeing that tonight puts the body on the line, comes back out for that next shift, even though, you know, he is still feeling it. There's no way he wasn't um, uh, just so yeah. much good stuff. There's a reason these guys have Stanley cups. And there's a mm -hmm. lot of cups in the room, like more than yeah. you think of from a second year team. Uh, and it's showing up now. Yeah, no, it really is. It's it's showing up in a big way. Uh, Striatic, <clears throat> our mountains are better than theirs. <laughs> I, I'm going to need to do something with my sister, who's uh, right now working towards her um, post grad work in uh, geophysics. I'm going to have to like bring her in. I'm I'm sure we could find some angle where we can like scientifically like really prove that. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I'll try consult with her. Um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll try. We'll find something. I will find something. I've got the brain to find something. <laughs> uh, she might see. she might argue with that. Eh, maybe we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, um, X kid Z. Maybe it's Pizza Hut. Well, that's it. I mean, do you think maybe that there's like something to the combination of the new dad energy and Pizza Hut energy? Dad energy and Pizza Hut energy combined equals goals <laughs> it might be too much if we really knew <laughs> yeah oh i love it Lindsay, say a, say a prayer for my bank account ticket prices for friday from pre-game to post-game doubled for the cheapest possible seats ouch oh i hope people lock those in if, if possible um yep gotta believe yeah. I, I definitely believe that. I definitely believe that. Edward, we are the Seattle Kraken. We rise up from the deep. If we can't clear it with our sticks, we'll clear it with our feet. <laughs> what what a chat. What a comment. I, Put that I on the all-time board, Dylan. We need to we need to get the team to like yes. say that. <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right. Of all the players, which one could I get to say that? Morgan, you know what? Morgan Geeky might do it. If, Actually, if Bjorkstrand he, would do it. Bjorkstrand yes. would do it. Bjorkstrand would absolutely do it. Um, I was going to say, if you if you sneakily recorded it, you could get Adam Larson to do it. But you, you couldn't you have so? like you couldn't have like a camera in his face. It'd be one like you have to like leave your phone by his locker because he would yeah, say or... it after you left just to like try to get back at you. Mm, yeah, you know what? That, yeah, there's no way he'd do it straightforward. I know you, my you boy. Know him. I know my you boy. know exactly. You know him so well. That's <laughs> I need you up here to like capture that because I you can game plan that out because you, you share part of a mind somehow. I don't know. You know how he thinks. <laughs> yes.
<laughs> oh, love it. Um, CDO, when you don't get a call, you have a choice. Whine and get distracted or get refocused and make a winning play. Kraken chose the latter. Uh, they did, and Nathan McKinnon didn't. And, and look at uh, look at the end results right there. It's right there. That, that tells yep. you everything you need to know. <laughs> well, we got people in the chat talking about the mountains. Absurdly saying, pretty sure our mountains are younger than theirs and that ours are still growing. Theirs are old and eroding. See right there. Like, what a metaphor for the stuff. team. The team that's passed its window versus a team that hasn't. You can't write it better than yet. that. You can't. Like, you just can't. Oh, I love it so much. Um, really seems like the Avs either are being dominated or have McKinnon on the ice. It's only one or the other. <laughs> it's true. And I mean, they know was, that. Yeah, and there was a couple uh, series where they were able to get a little bit more going where I noticed some guys that I didn't really even know existed um, on this Avs team. Um, but the bottom line was they weren't able to finish anything. And so it kind of, it, you know, ultimately then it doesn't matter if you can't get on this onto the um, uh, box score there. It just, it just doesn't matter. Uh, abs were frustrated and it showed in their wild stick swings that fortunately missed their intended targets from Sean. Yes, definitely. Oh, it's so, so good. Um, the, the frustration. I just love, I just love watching it. Um, Chris on a wave to buy or not to buy a reverse retro Jersey off this win. Hi, I'm feeling RJ. It's a, it's an important question. I, I mean, I'd say go for it. They're on a pretty deep discount right now, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, you can get one, you know, for, for probably, I think under 70 bucks. So, um, you know, it definitely something to think about. I mean, you know, pick out, pick out a player too. That was, uh, you know, that was instrumental in this win. I don't know. I, I love buying jerseys off of big wins. Yeah, it, it means that little can't do it that stuff. often, but like if you're really feeling it, <laughs> yeah, it means that extra little bit. Um, let's see here. Depth is our superpower from CDO. Oh, for sure. Um, Ty, okay, back to lying on the floor. I'm buzzing so hard. <laughs> I hope you're doing okay. You're, you're, you, I mean, that's true, right? Because he was an abs fan first. Remember mm -hmm. this series must be a total roller coaster. I got to talk to you, Ty. That's on me for not reaching out sooner about all this. Totally. I got to really talk to you about, about all the yeah. emotions you've been feeling this whole time. I mean, it was fun game four too. Cause our, our buddy Zame who actually, you know, left a super chat in here earlier and, um, and Scott Brandon from cheap seat sports. I mean, they both, the abs were their team before the Kraken mm -hmm. arrived and, you know, being in close proximity with them, especially as that game was going to overtime, uh, you could tell they were freaking out that extra little bit. Oh, definitely. Um, okay. So this is, this is really cool from Jacob. It's a Vegas fan stopping by to say rise expansion brothers cast down the abs different than what we're used to getting from Vegas fans. I kind of dig this energy a little bit more than the other stuff. Welcome Jacob. Yeah, welcome, Jacob. Appreciate that. That's more in line with kind of the energy I got from Vegas fans in person uh, when mm -hmm. I went for the game there in Vegas. Uh, you know, most of them, I, all of them that I've met in person, very nice. And I see at the yeah. bottom of chat, everyone being like, where's Sin City? Yeah, um, but thank you for joining us, Jacob. Appreciate that. Definitely. Uh, Scott, the first goals, though, unheard of. Companies got to be thin if we have any. That is true. And that is something that I would like to see is some sort of number about, you know, scoring the first goal this many games in a row, RJ. Like, I can't remember this ever happening. Uh, I, they've looked they've looked it up. So um, it, we, we know that uh, they've the, the Kraken with this one have tied uh, the record for 
let's see. So th they are tied with the Toronto arenas in 1918 as the only teams to score first in each of their first five playoff games. So like in franchise history, in franchise history, there, right. there must be other teams with longer streaks, of course, like to start a playoff year or throughout playoff years or yeah. whatever. Um, but first five in franchise history, it's just the Kraken and the Toronto arenas. Back like when the Metropolitans were around. I was gonna say one of the one of the stars of the Metropolitans came from the arenas. I'm remembering mm. that now. Um, let me see if I can try to do that pretty quick. I was gonna say though, don't be too don't be too fast to say that you know. Oh, I'm sure there's there's other teams that have um, done that because like there's it's still five games to kick off a postseason. That's not easy to do. No, it is hard. I would think the record might be like I don't know seven or eight maybe um yeah i don't know I, i'm looking up the uh the uh, the arena's roster from that 1918 season what hap let's see hap holmes uh jack adams <laughs> the guy they named the coaching trophy after <laughs> yes <laughs> uh some good stuff i i i thought some of the guys were from over there maybe maybe it was the um some of the teams that they were playing against you know over there because yeah there wouldn't be like too too much movement over no you wouldn't think so from from toronto to, to yeah, Seattle cross country changing leagues you know because it's totally separate league over on the on the west there so uh it must have been thinking about uh the the playoff opponents and stuff that they had instead there but i just remember uh toronto arena is really coming up a lot when i was doing all that research for the yeah the little doc that i did oh man that feels like yeah. forever ago before season then, one i know it was forever here at, at the bottom of chat here scott from cheap seat sports his ears must have been ringing i just mentioned yes. it. uh <laughs> thanks for joining us scott uh someone has probably already said this but how about that rookie of the year line with the ahl and soon to be nhl rookies of the year we've mentioned you know baneers and karchi a lot but but not the uh the nickname rookie of the year line right i mean that's that's really crazy like to even think about, right? I mean, we right. you had looked up. We looked up the last time yeah. that had happened, where the same organization had the AHL and NHL Rookie of the Year in the same year. It was the Buffalo Sabers with Tyler Myers and Tyler Ennis. Of course, Myler, Myers is a defenseman. Ennis is a well, if you can call him a defenseman, really, he doesn't you know do the best defense. Sorry, got to hit the shot in at Tyler Myers while we can. Uh, and then yeah. Tyler Ennis, who is an absolute beast, he's great. But because they're different positions, they couldn't be on a line together. So I, I wonder if that is ever really happened i have no idea i mean probably not just given that it doesn't happen that much the you know the first part um yeah yeah that, that is really cool thanks for thanks for bringing that up scott uh cr bud with the super chat here the abs have been taken into deep waters baby they have and they they are clinging to the lifeboat that is nathan mckinnon <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really are and yeah i mean kraken tentacle is just rising up for for the last bit of them and nathan mckinnon included yeah uh joey saying that seven game streak was our best uh hockey when we beat the oilers bruins leafs senators etc that was our best hockey for us as far as i'm concerned we dominated both the leafs and boston yeah i mean that was the boston's first loss at home and it was a shutout for us like that was a, a fantastic um stretch there certainly like the the actual success the fact that you won all those it's historic road trip and all that was good um but i just think like the 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 level of play that the kraken have for this postseason run the level of adjustments that they're making doing all of those things i mean maybe maybe game three kind of throws a, a wrench into that as i think about it a little bit but i mean it's still way way up there this postseason for the kraken 
Yeah, I mean, it, that's when you want to be playing your best hockey, too. Like, they, they can time it right. That that matters more than almost anything else. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, Pablo Gruby's playing his heart out, I think, because he's an ex-Avalanche, really wants to beat the Avs. Oh, for sure. I mean, especially because you leave and then they win the cup the next year. That just adds more motivation, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and they, they basically gave up on him. They, you know, mm -hmm. I'm sure he had a contract that he would have a number he would have accepted uh, from the avalanche. It's not like he was out the door for sure and wanted to leave. I think, you know, he, he probably wanted to stay ideally, um, but they wanted to go cheaper in net. They, they, they gave up on him and you know what? It worked out for them. And uh, I'm sure that was still present in his mind. And, and you can tell that every game that he plays against them. Yeah. Um, tears tie 25 years as an abs fan, bro. It's blowing my mind. Uh, what a reassurance, uh, where my allegiance now lays, uh, the feels are on another level with this. So ties all in on the crack. And I, I knew that was going to be the case. I knew it. You're, you're Pacific hockey, Pacific Northwest hockey guy, Ty. I knew it. I knew it. Um, <laughs> Good, still good stuff. Uh, Chandler, I'm, I'm slightly worried about Makar returning on Friday, but I'm hoping tonight broke the Avs' spirits. I mean, the Avs are certainly frustrated. There's no doubt about that. And they're not playing their best hockey because of it. Makar, fantastic player. Him coming back makes them a better team. But I, their problems aren't on the blue line. You know, the, the, their problems are generating offense. And obviously, Makar can help do that. But it's not like Makar can go out there and, and make the third line score for them. I still think that's the the hurdle that they just are really struggling to overcome. Yeah, you can help moving the puck, and I mean, no doubt he he will be a help there. But also, again, I still think we're not seeing Makar at one hundred percent. I think he's he's kind of gained confidence, you know, gained a little Agreed. bit of uh, ability coming back from that injury throughout the series. But this is not one hundred percent of what Kale Makar can do. I'm sure he's still dealing with whatever injury it is. So you know, the more you can put the body on him, I, I know Kraken players are going to and probably should try and finish their checks, put the body on him, and just don't give him any time to think. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, Daniel, this team has proven all year that they play their best hockey when they play on an every other day schedule. That's true. That's something we've talked about before. Great to bring that back up, Daniel. Um, but it's absolutely true. And here we are. I mean, the, the, you're built for the playoffs if that's the case. <laughs> Yeah, because that's going to be what the case is pretty much all playoffs. That's how series work. Occasionally you get two days off in between, but it's rare. Um, if you're L.A. at Edmonton, you get three days off now for some reason. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't think that'll happen with the Kraken because they they don't play in a city with. Well, sorry, I shouldn't bring that up. Like with two NBA teams. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I didn't I was didn't realize where I was going with that. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Oh man. Anyway, yes. yes, Kraken schedule good every other day. Next, next comment, please. That's all him, everybody. That's all him. Uh, Shay saw a tweet that said, "No team with a healthy McKinnon should be playing the victim in terms of missing talent on their roster, and that's bars." It is. That's a great tweet. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that in here, Shay. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, see, Jake, there was a player for both the Mets and the arenas. I don't remember his name. I know there was one. There's someone on there. Someone on there. I just I can't remember off the top of my head. I so wasn't thinking about that going into this postgame live. Right. <laughs> we weren't exactly ready to, to hop on that one. 
Um, Bahrain, I, I need McKinnon to stay exactly this level of mad, make stupid mistakes, yell at the refs, don't take over the game or injure anyone. Um, yeah, and it's here's the thing, <laughs> Edward McKinnon, stay mad, Kinnon. Um, it's true, and all that takes is one early, like, no call or bad call on the abs or something like that. And the bottom line is because of this situation, and this is a situation the Avalanche didn't have to deal with at all last year. Um, so we don't totally know how they're how he's going to handle it, uh, right? Going into this game as a must win to stay alive. Uh, so I, you know, I think anything sus for them goes on at the beginning of the next game. You're going to see, you know, McKinnon get frustrated and get to that same place he was in for this game. Right. I mean, he's an intense player, and I like uh, the mention of exactly this level of frustrated too. Yes. I think if if something really crazy were to happen, he would get like way more frustrated that could actually be dangerous. I don't know that we'd want to see that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> you don't want like the, the like Michael Jordan level of frustrated, right. and pissed off that they just go out there and yeah, don't want that for sure. For sure. Um, light here. Just want to say, I love you guys and all the work you do. So happy to have found you guys on Twitter. Really appreciate that light. Love all the stuff that you do here in chat and on the discord as well. Um, appreciate everybody in here. James want to reiterate what light said. Love you all. You have made crack and hockey so much. Uh, damn fun all year. Uh, it's true. And we certainly couldn't do it without all of you, right? Like the, these post-game lives, like it all works because of the chat and everything. Otherwise it'd just be me and RJ talking, you know, like the same five things yeah. over and over. Who wants to listen half. to that? Nobody wants to listen to that. Yeah. Uh, and, and it, it just adds to it all. I mean, whenever you get like a big community all, you know, working around something like this, it just, it, it makes it such a richer experience for everybody. Uh, and that's really what all this has been about. And that's what like the discord's about everybody connecting on Twitter, all that kind of stuff. It's the same thing as just watching the game all together, right? It's better to be in the arena surrounded by thousands of other fans than sitting at home uh, with just Afro. I mean, that's still pretty yep. good. It's a good alternative. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to let it. You know, she might She's bite staring my you down there as you were going there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's true. It's true. <laughs> so um, definitely thanks to everybody who's who's supported us and, and who's joined us this season, too. And and then all the OGs from last year sticking it out through all the hard, the hard times with us. <laughs> yes, it. appreciate that. <laughs> John RJ slipping right into a snake pit. Yeah, no, I, I, I certainly did that. <laughs> thanks everyone for keeping me honest too i i, I need that <laughs> yep uh and some people here uh steve dog found you all as i was getting into hockey in the crack and you've been so educational and helpful so glad to share the community with all of you see i love stuff like that oh i absolutely love, love hearing it. that yeah uh, Scott with the thanks for the content. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, Kepler had a friend at the game tonight, sporting crack and gear. My only regret is not telling him to make a sign saying, dude, where's Makar? <laughs> That's awesome. That's fantastic. How have I not? Oh my gosh. How have I not seen that anywhere? Kepler. That's incredible. Yeah. What, Dude, where's my car? Oh my gosh. Dude, where's my car? That's perfect. Uh, we gotta like, oh, why? I know the suspension's I'm so over. Mad. Like, I, I know I'm so mad. I would have totally just redone the the you know the, like the DVD cover, right? And I would have yeah, yeah. slapped that on there. Oh, that would have been <laughs> fantastic. That would have been so fantastic. Great job, Kepler. Oh, that's incredible. That's that's awesome. Oh, that's so good. 
Um, let's see. All right. Uh, I think we sh we're, we're winding down here a, a little bit. Uh, Design Love, thanks for all you do, regardless of the outcome. Great pod, great org, and thank you. You're very welcome. Um, I think we could pull some airline miles together to get Dylan up here from Daniel. I know. Um, oh, Rebecca, someone did that edit already. Check the Discord. Thank you. Oh, I will. Of course, the moment the this is over. There. I know. Yep. Ty with the holy dude, where's my car? you win right it's it's awesome yep. that's all of it what is it amazing incredible fantastic uh fabulous awesome um what else can i do what else can i do here think brain <laughs> think uh been out of school too long <laughs> someone threw a fantabulous in there i, remember, I was thinking fantabulous i was wondering if anybody right. was going to get me with that stupendous, stupendous from absurdly, from absurdly sane, sane. Right. jinx um all right. Uh, thanks everybody for for being here for this one. I mean, still still 181 in here, an hour and 23 minutes in. It's all uh, all fantastic. Really appreciate it. Another huge crack and win. We got a chance to clinch this thing at home on Friday. I mean, it's it's gonna be wild. Like everybody, rest up tomorrow. Right, yep. get your voices back after tonight. All that good stuff. Phenomenal. Yes, Walt. It's a good one. Um. Uh, ludicrously good cdo i like it um so but yeah rest rest up tomorrow we're all gonna need it gonna bring that energy on friday it's going to be epic for sure just like it was tonight at queen Anne beer hall go sponsor yep. them look sure great was. on the look great on espn and we'll finish out chat with a super chat just how like we started rj from patrick here one more to go one more everybody nothing else nothing else to say nothing else to say thanks so much everybody for joining us and we will see you all on friday